Welcome to the Come Clean Pod, a place where we take the taboo out of TMI. We're stripping away shame and eradicating embarrassment through conversations held with honesty, humor, and humanity. We're your hosts. I'm Holiday. And I'm Mando. Come with us while we do our dirty laundry. that one of the mugs that like you normally have on normal in normal life or is that mm-hmm. oh yes yeah. oh it's is that a halloween mug or is that no. a normal holly life mug no this is the thing is that it's always halloween in my house <laughs> so yeah this is my regular everyday mug it's a stack of them and like the next section is like the torso and the top of the pelvis and the next one <gasps> is like the main main pelvis and like top of the legs and the bottom one is knees to the bottom of the feet i like that a whole stack of them i'm pretty sure um i'm pretty sure one of my i'm just i was just trying to be like do i give him a code name we'll call him seth uh i'm pretty (laughs) sure x seth got this for me oh what are you drinking i'm having a okay so this is like i have like weird like a dumb like not real shame but like a weird shame to admit that i love instant decaf coffee really yes i love it it tastes like camping to me like because that was the only ever the time only time i'd ever like have instant coffee i don't think i've ever had instant coffee like that most like people, you just mix it most in people right? think it's disgusting <laughs> like i just put like a i think it's a teaspoon you just put a teaspoon in and i actually make it kind of like bougie like i put my oat milk in my oat milk like frother thing that like you know not like the not like the immersion frother but i've got like one of those machines where you pour the cold milk in and it like makes it hot and swooshes it all around and so i mix most it with mostly like really hot frothy oat milk and then i just like pour some water on top to mix it in so so i have a confession to make what is it okay (laughs) so Remember last week I was talking about how like I couldn't really hear because I had an ear infection. Yeah. Okay. So I went to the doctor yesterday and I don't still have an ear infection, but I still can't hear out of my right ear, which was where the infection was. Yesterday, I couldn't hear out of my left ear (laughs) because my eustachian tubes are blocked up, which apparently is like, I have mold allergies. It's that time of year. She was, she gave me like gargling salt water and like do some lymph drainage massage and, you know, blah, 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 all the things. So I was doing them and, and I was like, oh, you know, what would be great for my lymph drainage. You know, what would really help with lymph drainage would be, I wish, but if you recall from our sex episode, um, I have declared that I'm not having sex until it's like with someone really important who's actually going to value me. And I have not met that person yet. So, although that might clear your sinuses, I don't know. (laughs) But I got out my good friend, the TheraFace. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, this thing is so good. And I was like half asleep and I'm I'm like doing the, so for those of you who don't know TheraFace, TheraBody, who does like the TheraGun massage things for like, it's like, it's like punching your muscles. Well, they have like a gentler one for your face. And I, I'm, I'm certain I have never told anybody this, but. I can have a facial <laughs> orgasm. Yeah. In my, yeah. I can have a full body orgasm from like, from my ear, 
either ear. Doesn't matter which one. Wait a minute. You're being serious. I'm dead serious. Dead serious. No, I've actually heard of people like this who can mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. have like, I don't know, an orgasm from like a finger massage or something like like like. Yeah. Yep. So I I did the lymph drainage and I was like, oh, my God, this feels so good. And then I'm just like, let it go up to that one spot in the front of my ear. And then I was like, yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to stop this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You brought now it's out there. Oh, no, no, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I, cool. Is it like an actual orgasm? Mm-hmm. Like, a, like, where do you feel the orgasm? Like, it feels exactly the same as like like could you say like like it's like scratching an itch like when you yawn like you need to yawn so like that is like a good that sensation of like yeah it's like a bit it's like a building of pleasure okay until until like it releases it's like the same it's just in coming from like the side of my head but it's it coming like, from the ear yeah it like sends shivers and like so do you feel it like my in whole the body in your lady balls or is it like yeah, I mean, it go. It ends up. I end up feeling it all over, but it's not the same as like a clitoral orgasm. Like it's it's not like okay fixated there. Like it's fixated. It starts from my from like right in front of. It starts like right here, like in front of my ear, like in front of this little doodad right here, and like into my head. Like you know, like you ever see like yes, like wait. You know, that? So did you do you feel like first of all, can you hear better? So here's the thing: is it was working. But then I was like, oh, this feels so good. And basically when I when I was done and I stopped, I was like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I made it worse. Oh, no. So I actually can't really can't hear out of yesterday before that happened. I was really hearing better out of my right ear than my left. And then I got carried away. Did you away. have it on like the full setting? The no, full... I only oh, okay. ever use it on the I can only use this any of the Thera products on the first setting. I'm like such a wimp. I feel like when you try to do it on yourself, it's hard. It's like, it's hard because you want to like jump off your mat. I'm just, Mm -hmm. when I get massages in general, I'm very like so tight that like the sensation of like someone else getting in there, like it it almost is the only way because I won't do Mm -hmm. it myself. But that, Thera face that you because you sent me one Holly had like somehow ended up with an extra one they shipped you an extra one yeah so you gifted Let's not get it into to me. details I but, ended up with an extra one and yeah I gave it to you and it is I mean I love it it makes I haven't been using it but when I do it like it makes a huge difference in like the puffiness of my face and like my my wrinkles and like it's incredible not just it's incredible even when I go nowhere near my ears okay Okay, we're not getting paid to say this. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> no, not at all. Like, Therapy has no idea we exist. Their body, I guess, is the name of the <laughs> company. Like, they have no idea exists. They, I exist. We exist. But if they wanted to contact us, it's comecleanpod at gmail.com. <laughs> um, but what, what, what I, I mean, I probably wouldn't have shared this, <laughs> except that we had talked about maybe talking about, like, the things that we do and do not share with people. And I what? <laughs> What better topic, what better way to get into it than like, you know, just laying it out there. Than like, I can and chose to have an ear orgasm last night. I, and then it made me not be able to hear. 
There are some. Well, can you hear now? At least a little bit. Uh, a little. I mean, my left ear is my left ear is clear. It's ninety percent clear now. It's like a little bit muted. Yesterday it was like clogged, but it's um. I got these like herbal. Not they're not allergies. They're called like NAC. Niacinamide. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's an amino acid, but my my doctor gave them to me. They are really helping, like clear and drain and i did lymph stuff that we learned and um lymph drainage stuff no, it's really this helping is, well actually in line with the subject i haven't used my therapy thera face since i'm trying to think august because i'm like one of these people who is like by the book it, when when i have a procedure which i'll get into in a second done and it's like do not lean to the right when the south is in the when the moon is in the sky on the third day of your period like don't do that or it will ruin your procedure i'm like oh my god like i'm very like by the book and so in the spirit oh, of like, at me today then because i got <laughs> i took my bandage off a day early and showered my my tallest foot today See, i'm early. not like that if they're like don't take it off for 48 hours i have it like timed on my clock i'm like 48 hours has gone by i'll give it one extra minute just in case <laughs> oh. so i had in the spirit of what do we keep like private there are comp- there are topics that are so challenging because it's like what do you keep just for you mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily that you're like hiding it or omitting it or that it's a secret but like what is just for you just yours but mm-hmm. i haven't used it since august because i got botox in august and i feel like this is like one of those topics where you're like I mean, people get Botox all the mm-hmm. time, but I yeah. do think there are people who don't want people to know that they get Botox. This is my first time doing it. And they told me, I swear, I remember her saying, like, <laughs> do not lay on your forehead, like on your face for 24 hours for some reason. Oh, yeah. No, I've heard you of know? that. I've heard of that because it can like move it, can, it like, around. Squish it. Yeah. yeah. And then you could end up with like an indent or something. But then I felt very confused because after 24 hours, like if what if I got a facial and like they want like if there's Botox up there, someone needs to answer this question. I I'm don't pretty know. sure once it like I think cause, I think because it's once it's I I feel like this was like in a TV show or something. But like I feel like once it disperses and like gets into you, then it's in. But when it's first like just on the surface, I don't know. I am not a doctor. To be clear, everyone <laughs> Yeah, but no, there's like all these little things that I've been thinking about this a lot lately because there's some stuff going on in my life that's really deeply personal. And I often debate, and I'm sure a lot of people do, like, Mm -hmm. I think like once you share something that's deeply personal... And I like this goes beyond just like the close people in your life, because I'm someone who tends to overshare. Like, I'm really not afraid to admit that, like, I've had an ear orgasm or that I've had Botox. (laughs) Clearly, (laughs) clearly we're the same person. (laughs) But there are certain things that I keep, I guess, all for me. And like, even in my close relationships, like with my Mm -hmm. husband or like even you or like, even my therapist, there are things that I often say to myself, like, I'm more than willing to share. But here's the thing about, I guess this is like a piece of the vulnerability. It's kind of like the toothpaste, because once it's out of the tube, it's out. And like, whoever else Mm -hmm. you share that with, you have to trust them a lot. 
especially if it's something that you want just mm-hmm. for you. And I think there are a, a lot of things that people have just for them. That, and that's so important. I think you're right. And I actually heard something relatively recently, probably like over the summer, where the the woman talking was saying that when you tell someone something, whether it's a secret or just information or just anything at all, you have to consider not just if it's not even like necessarily like if you trust them, but like, can they handle the responsibility or like, like you're giving them something, you're handing them something, you're like giving them a job, basically. And like, is it fair to give them this job? Mm-hmm. Is it kind to give them this job? And when you think about it that way, like that kind of changes, kind of changes the conversation because for the most part, I am someone, and I think this probably, I don't know enough, I can't wait till you go back to school because I have a feeling that this probably has something to do with growing up with adults who don't have like adulty type boundaries. And so we don't know what, we don't know what is ours because we're expected to not have our own things. I'm the t- I've I usually am the type of person where I'm like I don't care that the toothpaste is out of the tube. It's just out of my tube and so do with it whatever you want. I don't care. I just don't have to have it anymore. And it's like when it's like I am like a tube made out of shame and if it's out of me there is no more shame left in me. Okay, squeeze it all out. But you also have to recognize that when you do that, you are kind of like, you have to be careful that you're not, I guess it. there's a responsibility with that because your reaction of like letting, I'm just using that as an example, like letting go of the shit, whatever the shame shit thing is, you might also be dumping it like onto other people unfairly unjustly in a way that's like it's still your responsibility right like you get what i'm saying oh absolutely and i am not assuming that my way is good and or my way my past way was good at all <laughs> i'm i'm commiserating with you here. <laughs> <laughs> it it was like um i always felt so and I like let's not even get into this but like I always and I've been criticized especially by boyfriends about this where like I always felt like anything I said or did like had no effect on people because I always seemed so it always seemed like I was so disposable to people it always seemed like I got thrown away a lot or like never called back a lot or like friend groups disappeared a lot and like I'm sure it also has a lot to do with my neurodivergence and my my ADHD like it was probably a lot of my actions and things that like got me there but but to me it seemed like I don't know I say stuff and people don't seem to be listening so like why don't you know like you know and also I have been in therapy a lot so I feel like sometimes I just I could just I'm just gonna say this and like I'll just be like oh yeah I changed my mind like but Mm -hmm. I I never expected anybody to carry any of my stuff along with them or like be responsible for any of my my things because I had never seen anybody sort of be responsible for my things before. Yeah. So it took me a long time to even think that 
I remember being in a huge fight with one one now ex-boyfriend because I was like, no one is looking at me. No one is hearing me or seeing, like paying attention to me. Like, why are you so embarrassed of what I'm saying or what I'm doing? And I just, I couldn't fathom that anybody would even notice me. And so for you to, when you, when you say like, well, yeah, but you got to think about like who you're putting it on. I, I, I agree. And I have thought that way. I have understood that, but I don't, I don't think I ever did because my expectation was never like, here, I'm giving this to you. It was like, can you just hold some space so I can let this out? And then like, we can both wash our hands of it. The problem with that though, right, is that, and this is like at 37, I would say the number one thing that I have definitely learned the hard way and I'm working on still is who you share that information with. Like, because everyone comes to the table with their own set of bullshit. And I like, I think to the greatest teachers in my life and like the ones who I've really deeply respected, I don't necessarily need to go to them and be like, listen to me, just tell you, let me just dump all this off my chest because it's kind of like they're already holding space for you because they implicitly understand that we're all going through that Mm -hmm. versus when we do share, even with some of our best friends. Like I have good friends that, and this is part of being on the path as a human being uh, on the yogic path is like, I feel like you and I do a really good job. Like, let's just be honest. Like there are gossip girls out there. We all do the shit talk. We have friends that it's easier to do that with because we don't hold it. They don't hold us accountable or we don't hold ourselves accountable with them Mm. because they also come to the table with their own set of stuff. And like, I know in our relationship, like we just don't do that. Mm -hmm. We just know better with one another. (laughs) Remember the other day when we were like, can we just complain for a minute? And we were like, I know this is so bad. It's just, we're lucky that it's that natural that we don't have to be like. Because we're constantly like asking ourselves the why, you know, Mm. that's, that's part of like the, trying to be self-aware. <laughs> well, one thing I was thinking about was I actually this just happened to me yesterday. And this is old, and so I was really surprised that I did it. And actually I do I know why because when I am about to get my period, I can tell like my behavior like gets hijacked, like my higher behavior higher behavior, my like mm-hmm. more evolved behavior gets hijacked. And uh <laughs> I I knew that something I wrote in an email, my intention, my intention was not uh, inter- interpreted, I guess. And and the recipient was like, so to clarify, I have some questions. And I wrote back like, I'm actually glad that you asked me to clarify because I can see that my intention was not clear like it wasn't clear with what I wrote like obviously so this was my intention and I knew while I was writing it that like no matter 
how I wrote it. I wrote it out and then I deleted like four paragraphs out of it and was like, the fact that I have to do this at all, even though I'm taking it out, means I'm trying to explain myself. Mm -hmm. And if I'm having to explain myself, I should probably just be like, yep, got it, champ. Like, you know, like it's just, I, in my, like, I don't know if this is, I'd love to hear from, I'm just going to call them the cleaning crew. If the clean crew (laughs) has ever experienced this, like in my experience, like if I find that if I am in a situation in which I feel like I have to explain myself, any, there is no, there is no explanation that is going to help them understand and make me feel any better. It is just not going to happen. I am going to feel worse. They are still not going to understand or it's just not going to be worth it. And so sometimes it's better to just keep it to myself and consider for next time, like maybe next time I communicate that differently. Mm -hmm. And, And it isn't exactly the same as, you know, what we were talking about in the beginning, but I am, I am trying to work on like what what do I keep to myself? Because it's hard to to know because I kind of like, for someone who's had so much shame, it's like, I, sometimes I feel like keeping anything in is what produces shame. And so I try to explain myself. And then in explaining myself, I end up feeling so alone and so misunderstood. And so it's like, it makes me feel young and small and alien-like of like, will anyone not dismiss me when I try to explain myself? Like, so I just, I should just stop. I should just keep that to myself. I think a lot of that must be, here's the thing. Okay. What I'm, what I'm feeling like right now is the sharing piece of it to like get it out to almost like because you know you hear that that it's like you know if you if you shed light on the subject like there will be no shame because we and that that's very true but I also do think that there is internal work it, it's like when when something triggers you like I know that's like a hot word right now like there's two hot words that I'm gonna say that I actually hate and I know I hate them because there's something they're speaking to me right now mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the hot words are trigger and boundaries mm-hmm. because when something is triggering it's an opportunity for you to say cuz usually it comes from somewhere else like external mm-hmm. right it's like a person in your life a connection in in your you know direct interaction with whatever's going on in your specific life at that time whatever the thing is that's triggering it's not always about the other person or the subject necessarily. It's about, I mean, subject matter, not subject, mm-hmm. but like, it's about you. And then you have to ask yourself, why? Like, where does that come from? Because here's, okay, so here's an issue that I have right now, and I will put this out there, in one of my very close relationships, is that I am someone who has a lot of internal processing that I need to I know I need to do it before I put it up like present it out to share Mm -hmm. and so I feel like I've had 
people close to me get very frustrated because like, why wouldn't you share that with me? And it's like, well, because I wasn't even done processing it myself. I need time to ask myself the why. Why am I triggered? And then I need to create a boundary around that and say, okay, like maybe when I'm ready, I can then say to you, here's something that happened to me. Here's why it happened. Whether this person was involved or not, that's, you know, you elaborate on the subject, but it's, it almost, and this goes back to what you were talking about before. To me, and me, and I know not everyone is going to agree with this, it feels very unfair, and I've learned this the hard way, to be like, I'm mad and I'm triggered right now and I'm pissed and not even know why. Mm-hmm. And then involve that other person before I've even done the deeper work of understanding where it's coming from. Because sometimes it's not even about them. And most of the time it's not. But in the spirit of being vulnerable and sharing and taking away the shame, I don't even think you can do that without creating boundaries. And that's the hardest part because I love to work through things with people, Mm -hmm. especially my deep thoughts. But that doesn't always serve other people. And sometimes it can be extremely detrimental to relationships. Well, and here's, I don't know, (laughs) this, this is what's, this is like kind of not the crux, but like, this is kind of like um, a difficult tipping point in the podcast is that I know from my experience on the path and my readings and stuff. And so I don't know if it's helpful because I'm not an expert and I, and I, it is experiential over years. But the thing is, is when you follow the whys all the way through, it's always, always coming back to your mind and how, and like, yes, there was another person, but like, and they matter because we love them and all that. But like when you follow it all the way, all the way, all the way down to the bottom of the mud, mm-hmm. you get to a place where you're like, oh, this is another one of those things that was me and my mind against me and my mind. Me and my goddamn mind. But it's actually mind. not against. It's just, it was just a thing. That was just an attachment or an aversion. That was just, man, oh man, that was a lot of suffering over what now I have no feeling over. Whoa. Okay. There goes all the air out of my balloon. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it, it always comes back to that. We're not always ready to like get down, 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 down to that place, like all the way through the why, 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 why. But we will never get there if we do the I'm pissed and I need you to hear about it. Or in my case, like I never I am not a go to angry person. I'm a go to sad person. Me too. (laughs) I am a I go to sad. Me too. (laughs) And so like I'm like, I don't want you to think that that's how I think. Like, wait, let me explain. Because Mm -hmm. even if it's coming from like a semi-confident place of like, oh, girl, I don't want you to think that that's what I think. Like, Mm -hmm. hold on. Just let me tell you, I this is where I was coming from. I mean, and we need, we do, I'm not, I'm also not saying like we should always do all of that internal work just alone. Like there's, oh yeah, we have to have each other and have the support of the people who are close 
close in our life, those that we can lean on for that type of support. And of course, like, you know, there's and it's so helpful when the people in our lives can sometimes like ask us a question or or remind us of a similar scenario or or say, you know, just anything like we need. We need other people sometimes to help us process things, to like give us perspective, to to even ask us the question of like, is that how you wanted to to move through this situation? You'd be like, oh, no, it's cool that you asked me that because, you know, whatever the scenario is like. Mm-hmm. And I do think that in that process, though, like. It's so important to take. Just one more deep breath. I guess if I could like mm. give anyone like actual advice here with whatever scenario you're up against that feels like conflict in the spirit of what do we share and what do we keep private just for ourselves and not to lie, not to omit. I just want to be very clear about that. Like right now I have something going on in my family specifically where there's complete conflict. and. I know that there are certain things that are for me to work on. They're my boundaries. They're my specific internal deeper work that I need to do. And for me to share it with either my husband or my best friend, it actually would perpetuate the conflict further. So for me, and I've learned that the very hard way, it would make things worse. Mm -hmm. So I do think, especially on the path, like we know that like, it's really important to do no harm. So if it's mm-hmm. going to cause more harm, some of that processing I have to keep for myself and maybe my therapist or maybe mm-hmm. you or maybe mm-hmm. someone else that's close to me that I trust that can, like you said, have that deeper responsibility because it would only further cause chaos. So I think the advice I would say would be just take another breath before there is a reaction. And decide, like, do I need to set a boundary? Is this something I need to share? Is this something I need to, like you said, if you follow it all the way down? It's always your own stuff that you have to continue to reflect back on. It's so hard to do. It's so much Mm -hmm. easier said than done. And I think, too, like my the soapbox that I uh, will probably one day die on is for me. Like yesterday, I knew, I knew uh, on some level that I was going to end up at some point in this interaction feeling this, I was going to end up feeling frustrated. I was going to end up feeling shitty. Like shitty is a terrible way to describe it because it's, it's so many things, but I, I wrote it all out my morning pages. So now it's like, now it's gone, but Mm -hmm. I knew because I had this, <laughs> it's really annoying in the embodiment practice. It's very annoying to have a familiar feeling in your body and not yet have like made friends with it or like made, like gotten familiar, like gotten actually to know it of like, oh, that's what this is. But if I had taken the extra breath, like you had said, hmm. I only went as far as, oh, I'm not going to write all of that. I'm just going to like succinctly be like, hey, you know, just to be cool. Like, you know, you know, like I could have I could have avoided the whole thing 
if I had really been embodied, if I'd really trusted. Last week, I made this whole declaration of I'm always going to trust my body. And I do trust it, but I still haven't we like, learned its language. You know? so, I think that's why we continue to have these conversations, because I would love to declare that I'm connected to all of my body and all of my mind and all of my spirit and all of that. But I'm not. I'm not. And that's why we're here having yeah. these conversations, because I am sometimes. But not 100% of the time. And it let it be a reminder because there's so many times that that will... I We had a situation last week where in my neighborhood, there was a car, like a just a creepy car that was just like driving around the neighborhood. And we ended up having some kind of petty theft that happened in the neighborhood. But every single person in my neighborhood after talking to them was like, yeah, I saw that car and it was super suspicious and weird. But like, why did none of us take it any further you know Mm. um but we all have like the little inklings that we get and it's just like we're so used to ignoring them Mm -hmm. if you have a feeling that you're not like it it comes up and you're not sure what exactly it is like ask yourself why like (laughs) go into like take the breath sit with it like oh man learn the language of your own body like it's so interesting like this probably i don't know if it'd be interesting for anyone else but i'm currently taking a small business management course at my local community college um and this past week we learned we started learning about um business plans and visions and mission statements and so much of our conversation today has made me think about like it would be probably really cool or helpful to have a mission like a whole business plan but like a personal version of that like what is your vision like a written out like clear cut like what is your vision for you like what do you want to what do you want your life to be like when you grow up like what do you want mm-hmm. the future to be and then your mission is like who you are now what is your scope now what do you do now and then objectives and your financial, like where your finances are, and then what your, um, I forget right now all the other, there's like a lot of points to it. Your history is in there and a narrative and um, your financial projections. Like there's so much because then you would, you it would be all laid out for you and you could have a thing to look at to be like, this is who I, this is what I, where I want to be. This is who I am right now. This is how I, these are some steps that I could take to get there. Mm -hmm. These are some resources I have. This is my story. You know, how, how helpful it would, how helpful of a reminder it would be of like your track and your, your personal, your personal goals. And not just in a way that's like, yeah, someday I'd like to blah, 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 whatever. Like to have it stated and written out and remember the like things like connecting to your body which seems so can seem so like woo woo whatever but like if it means not having strife with if it if it means a little thing like i had a weird feeling in my tummy mm-hmm. when i was writing an email and there was a part like in the back of my heart that was like hey you know this on some level but you're just ignoring me Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> like if I had if I had stopped and put it aside and been like, you know what? I have to go do a thing right now because I was in the middle of I was about to go do a thing. If I had gone and done the thing and come back and been like, wait, what was that thing? Why was I feeling that? Oh, that's right. Because anytime I'm explaining myself, I know that it's my own stuff. It, it just fits so well into that that sort of like structure of a business plan. But there's a way to do it. There's got to be like a way to do it for yourself. But imagine how powerful in and of yourself it could be to have that sort of like outlook on your life, to have that sort of, it's not even control because we all know control is just an illusion, but, and you can always change it. But to be like, this is who I am and this is where I want to be. And, you know, I'm happy now. It's not like when you get to a place, you'll be a different, you'll be happier. Like, let's not put that false idea in our heads. But it's, I think there's something there with like figuring out who you are and what you want. And, and even if it's what you want as far as like personal processing and understanding of your mind or your body or your family or your home or whatever it is. I want to come up with something that that we can offer for people to play around with and and see if it helps them feel empowered and yes, empowered and, and, and maybe have ownership Thera, over their life. Then maybe Theragun will <laughs> give every listener a TheraFace so they can have an ear orgasm. <laughs> that would be ideal. <laughs> feel empowered to you know what, guys. Regardless whether or not you get a TheraFace or not, feel empowered to explore the erogenous zones of your ears. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we love you guys. We love you. Until next time. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye for now. Come Clean Pod is produced by Anna Hawthorne and Holly B. All ideas and opinions expressed are evolving and should not be taken out of the context of the larger conversation. We're always learning and we'll continue to do our best. Take what you need. Don't worry about the rest. If you like the pod, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow us together on Instagram at ComeCleanPod, Ando at yours truly Ando, Holly is at HB Lionheart, or email us to ComeCleanPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening. Until next time.